Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I just recorded a uh, brief start to the episode, but I was just reminded of a amazing new tagline and subline that I have for this podcast. So I would like to do a little bit of a reshoot right now and launch into this episode as the main B-word itself. And as you know, I like to not have a team of editors and people behind me crop out and cut out every single little word and pause that I commit during the podcast, and I like to do it just everything completely unedited. And the reason why is not because it makes it a better listening experience for you. No, it is just simply because I have decided to launch this podcast following and ascribing by the principle of ready, fire, aim. (laughs) And so I have not done all of the nice things that would be wondrous to your eardrums. I have not hired a team of editors. I have not created a beautiful uh, cult-like intro and created a very single-minded, focused thesis for my dream customer and target audience. Those things are all on the to-do list, ladies and gentlemen, yes. However, I've decided to just accost your eardrums with an unedited, unscripted version, and we're going to learn as we go, baby. We're going to evolve this thing as we go. And so, on that note, I would like to announce that today's episode is episode 158, and you are listening to, of course, The Daily Scott Shepper, which is the world's number one most ignored podcast (laughs) in the world. And I'll tell you why that's a good thing. It's a good thing because it needs to be. And it needs to be because as soon as I become the number one podcast in the world, you all should tune off and stop listening. The reason is, is because if I do such a thing, I will be listening more to the audience and creating content based on, well, whatever the general popular opinion is at the time, whatever polar spectrum that seems to err on. And instead, I've decided to simply not do that because, number one, I don't want to blitz you with sponsorships and I don't want to drop a a merch line uh, that is... Uh, basically concocted to sell overpriced crappy material and clothing and also kind of create a cult-like following, I will do that and create a cult-like following in a different way, in my own way. And I don't want to do it in the way wherein I elect to follow the rulebook and become the world's number one podcast in the world because I intend to 
become the world's worst podcast in the world and become the shittiest podcast in the world and the most ignored podcast in the world. Because if I do that, that means I will have deemed it, this show, a success. Because if I do that, I will not be universal. I will not be for everyone. I am going to be for a very niche audience. And that audience is, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's still to be determined, but it will probably end up somewhere in between the mix of entrepreneurs and marketers who are advanced and obsessed with their craft and copywriters, copywriters who are also obsessed with their craft. Now, if you take that group of people and then you factor it by probably a 1.5x multiple of more leaning towards the, the male demographic audience, and then also multiply it by another 1.5x multiple leaning towards a demographic and a psychographic that, well, has the make and mold of reading all day, studying all day, looking at stats all day, making a buttload of money, and then going home and tuning in and laughing at Beavis and Butthead and or Family Guy, and then settling in to a nice classic literary book such as Don Quixote or F. Scott Fitzgerald or whatever other classic uh, shall separate you from all the other degenerates out there who watch Beavis and Butthead. So ladies and gentlemen, with that prelude out of the way, we shall now get into today's episode, which is being recorded from Little Italy, San Diego, yes, the whale's vagina in California on a Saturday at 5.41 p.m. And right after this episode, I will be driving up to Orange County and spending time with family because I need to make up for Father's Day, which I missed last weekend, because I elected to hang out with the world's worst human being and date that one could possibly meet with, a uh, government employee district attorney in San Diego that is going to soon be suing me for slander and putting me in jail so that I can read all day and not let her affect me. Because I, ladies and gentlemen, as you should too, ascribe to what is called the principle of stoicism, wherein I source my own approval, control, and security. So as long as I, ladies and gentlemen, have my own brain in its current form, well, I shall have all of the approval, control, and security that I need. And every single human desire, by the way, can be traced to those three things. Approval, control, and security. We all want approval, control, security. If you think that there's other things like family, yes, that, that falls into the approval category. If you're talking about money, yes, it probably revolves and falls into the survival or security category. If you do not have enough, and if you do have enough, then it falls into the control category, because if you are someone that has enough money, yet still insists on working an insane amount of hours, well, guess what? You're doing it because you want control. You want your locus of control to be high and to, well, to work in life, to control your fears and, well, to just try to control the world. And I can confidently say that because 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, I fall into that category, goddammit. I have erred on the side of workaholism. And not so much workaholism, I would just say that I have placed the priority and value of work as the number one value in my life. And of course, we all go through different phases. We all have different times where in different values and different life areas seem to be number one and then you know fall or change, right? What's, what's interesting though, at least for me, and it's kind of surprising to, to hear myself even say this, uh, but I've been on a long, arduous journey since uh, basically getting divorced in 2015, wherein at the time, my priorities were number one. And by the way, when you say priorities and values, and people confuse values with virtues, by the way. They'll be like, what are what are, what are your values? They'll be like, you know, oh, integrity. Blah. You know, I used to do that. That's why. That's, <laughs> and I used to sound like that, actually. But how you should think of it and how you should think of your values is as a stack rank of priorities. And there are four priorities, four values that you can choose from. And the first, so there is, let me, let me tell you a little bit about where this actually came from. So in the world of Russell Brunson, there is health, wealth, and relationships. Okay. And he uses that as the markets in which you can actually focus on. Okay. Health, wealth, and relationships. Now I have a bone to pick with that because there are more markets at the top level than health, wealth, and relationships. You know, there's utilities such as gas, right? Like, like if you need to actually fill up your gas tank, where does that fit into health, wealth, or relationships, right? In fact, that fills all of them. You know, it's like a, a base layer one. There's also entertainment, right? Entertainment is a huge industry and, so I have a little bit of bone to pick, but where he is right is actually that is, it doesn't reflect essentially every single market that is out there at the top level. It reflects very closely the the human needs that are out there and the life areas that you would break your life into. And so that's that's one aspect and one area or one, one school of thought. The other school of thought comes from James Altucher in his book, his book is called Choose Yourself, and he wrote that in every single phase of his life, whenever his life got out of control, it is because he stopped paying attention to all four of the following areas. The first area is spiritual. The second one is emotional. The third one is intellectual. And the fourth one is physical, right? Those four areas of life. Now, what is indeed more important, actually, is how you prioritize those areas. And for the past five years, my head had been telling me one thing, but my heart had been telling me another thing in terms of how I should prioritize the areas of my life. Now, I'm not going to get into the details of this now, because it's better left for an upcoming edition and issue of 
the monthly Scott Shepard letter, which, hell, who knows? Maybe even one day I shall even begin writing and shipping out to you, ladies and gentlemen. And it is better left for that. And it is also better left for that because it gets into a very deep-rooted story instead of series of events that is better served only in writing and only where it can be conveyed in a very clear and concise manner. So, on this Saturday, I want you to think about that. And whenever you're going to be listening to this, I want you to think about that. Because one of the reasons is, and I know you can find out the date on on the podcast stations and, and all of that, but one of the reasons that I do not actually announce the, the date in these podcasts Instead, as you can probably tell, I only announce the the day and the time. And the reason I do that is because every single episode that I record, I want the content to be perennial. I want it to apply to you if you're listening to this a year from now, two years from now, if you stumble on it accidentally a month from now, if you listen to it 200 years from now and you know, you've done Ancestry.com and you find out that you're you know, the, the, the fourth removed redneck stepchild cousin of mine, and you would like to hear what your ancestor sounds like, then guess what? What I say and how I speak and what I, what I speak is and shall remain true. And true to you, even if you're listening 200 years from now. That is my goal. Beyond 200 years, I can't control that. You will literally be uploading your mind and your brain into other vehicles of transport. What the hell is that? Oh, Brodus, you've just made an appearance at the very end of this episode, you complete cock-sucking dick. What are you doing? Get out of there. You're more of a gentleman, usually. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to put this on the explicit category in Apple Podcasts. And, well... That is probably a good natural time to end this <laughs> this podcast. So I will be outlaying this lesson in great detail about priorities and values in a future edition of the Scott Shepherd Letter. So as I retire now and head out for the evening, I must advise you that wherever you are and whenever you are, Please heed the following mantra and life advice because it overrides every single little thing that I have ever said. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, to always remember to stay crispy, my friends. Scott Shepard signing off. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking hipster crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now, pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. 
I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love, writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.